Cool. Welcome to another episode of the Speak the Language podcast. This one is probably going to be the most time-efficient one we've ever done. We've gotten better by getting it closer to the date. Like, I think almost every other day was this spring we recorded, like, two days before or the day before. But we're going to talk about some turkey hunting that happened today, which is usually we put it out, like, Monday morning. It's usually out by, like, Monday at eight or something like that we were turkey hunting at eight exactly that was that was the whole part i was like you know what i mean you got to go get content like you got to go get content well and like we're usually all around each other more but we've all been kind of spread out the latter part of half week with all this corona stuff's got everyone i know where'd you get these long cords i mean i'm at my house and you're at your house and we're like two miles away social distancing and then you got kevin who's 200 miles away and he's sitting with us i can hear him crystal clear though (laughs) okay (laughs) No, but uh, so yesterday, Troy and myself uh, moseyed on down to Alabama, mm-hmm. and um, we got, we'll see, I don't know, take take where, with Kevin Matthews is here, Yeah, Troy's here, y'all been doing this hunt for how long? Well, Kevin and I have been hunting, he said since 95, 95 but I think it's way before that. Gotcha. We, Matt and I grew up together, and... Um, when we played football together, they had moved me up to varsity, and Matt took me under his wing, and we've become just great friends ever since then. And mm-hmm. We've been hunting together a long time, but I guess Troy and them, y'all's first year was in 2007, in April of 2007 is when we when to they hunt, came here the first farm, time Matt's to hunt farm. on Matt's farm. Yeah, yet. and Jimmy Jimmy came, and he ate a lot of ribs and killed a couple of turkeys, and him and Matt kind of, they shot one at the same time and uh, made it interesting, but he's been they've been coming since 07. Yeah. I can still remember when I was watching the videos. I remember watching hunts from here that took place with y'all. I mean, you know, so I remember it was like two two years ago was the first time I got to come here. Uh, when we come out here in the first afternoon, you and Troy shot that double. Right. And um, didn't get to come last spring. We show up this spring. And yesterday we got here just early enough to like kind of ride around in the afternoon and kind of we pulled some trail cameras and look for sign. And uh, it was about – it was about as Im- the most impressive amount of sign as you could ask for on a place. I can tell you this. In my 13 years of hunting this place, last year was the first time we never killed a turkey. Ever. <laughs> last year was the first time we've, we have we did not kill a turkey. Um, and we were kind of distraught. Not that we didn't kill a turkey. We didn't even really work a turkey. We had one turkey on here, Goblin, that we knew of. Mm-hmm. And I honestly believe it's the one you killed this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of things happening in and around this this property on Matt's farm last year that that we all think, even the biologists at through the NWTF think that it was just a it was just a pressure thing and a lot of things changing. Matt did some burning uh, a little bit late last year due to water and rain and right. all the issues. Right. Um, and if you're not a good land manager and you're not managing your trees, you're definitely not managing your wildlife. And I was puzzled, and we were all puzzled to not. To, to stand on this place on some of the prettiest mornings you heard last year and, and not hear anything. And to think, is it going to be like that for a long time? Or yeah. is it just something temporary? Mm-hmm. And when that biologist came that summer um, and, and visited with Matt, he just looked at Matt and he says, I don't know why you turkeys left. I ain't got a single clue as to why because you're doing everything absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, he turkeys. was just puzzled. I mean, we rode him around on the, on the ranger, you know, and um, – there was quail running everywhere. Mm-hmm. We saw just we saw several coveys of quail, you know, which is unusual. And he and that that's when it really got to him. He said because when you got quail, yeah. you're supposed to have turkeys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said 
you know he told matt he looked at him he said you know basically you know and i'll be honest if 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 toxie came up to me and said hey you got to put somebody on the somebody's picture on the on the cover of gamekeeper magazine that, that you think is a true gamekeeper i mean matt would be the first one that mm-hmm. would come mm-hmm. to mind i mean you know his picture needs to be on the front cover and the guy just looked at him and he said all i can tell you is keep doing what you're doing yeah. he said and, i don't have yeah. any suggestions to you he said you're doing everything you're already doing anything and everything that i would recommend so well i do know this uh, highway 84 which is a major highway was put through this property on the south end of the property and, and i still feel like that had a, a major yeah a factor in in these turkeys on this place especially the older turkeys mm-hmm. i think this new generation now that we're seeing now are going to be turkeys that have grown up in it used to it they hear the cars they know what's going on i don't think the cars bother them now but when they were building the roads i think that was a big yeah. deal yeah. all that big major equipment Is going that on that been two two years ago mm-hmm. that happened mm-hmm. well i mean it makes sense because even though it wasn't on a large scale it's some form of habitat fragmentation and it's going to have some sort of effect yeah for a while but then like i said it like yesterday we got out there. I mean, it, I mean, impressive. I'm not just saying that. I've I mean, never that, seen that turkey sign where we saw it yesterday like we saw no, it yesterday. That's the most I've seen since I've been since I've been hunting with Matt. It was unreal. Yeah, I mean, it was like a, you know, pulling the cameras, looking at the sign that we found. It was like, well, where do you want to go? There's not really a bad option. That's one of those days. You know? one of those options where one of those situations where you find all that sign and you just kind of back out and have to pinch yourself and go, this is really happening. Yeah. I just found all these turkeys here. Mm-hmm. And I'm a turkey hunter? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. But um, we finally settled, or y'all finally settled on a spot for the morning that y'all refer to as the, the Holloway Field, correct? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And um, y'all kind of go through why why y'all decided to start there, particularly. Just typically because... History. History. I mean, it, it's just the way the field's set up, the turkeys just like it. You know, it's just like a dove field. There's just fields that doves like, and there's mm-hmm. some that may be pretty, but they don't like it. Well, they've always traditionally liked that field. We've we killed a lot of good turkeys there, and they can come from a lot of different directions. Plus, like, right. the, you know, you've got the river that's going around the, the south end of it, you know, and then um, you've got hardwoods around it, and, you know, with and a the, lot of duck sloughs well, and stuff. Well, the timber's they, been cut. And That's then the, the pines on the north end have been cut, and it's grown up in some, you know, some cutover. But right. that's actually helping because the hens, I, you saw them this morning, those turkeys just come through there. And, oh, yeah. I mean, it's just good nesting habitat, you know, and the way Matt's cleaned it up. And, yeah. you know, they planted um, longleaf pines in it. But it's just a, it's just been traditionally a, a good hub, um, you know. And it's, I mean, and it's one of those places you can hear everything. You can hear yeah. up above you. You can hear across the river to the left, to the right, north, south, east, and west. And then being the timber got cut, a lot of the cover had been taken away, but Matt left some of the huge, big oak trees. Right. And when you and I got there last night, which is something you and I both love to do, if I can go somewhere and see some turkeys in the afternoon or find some sign, first thing I start doing is look where I'm going to be the next morning yeah. at daylight. And we did that. We actually made a, made a little spot for the camera, made a spot for me and yeah. Kevin, and we all got together and decided that's where we're going to go. And got there that morning and set up and this morning, <laughs> and we sat down. and Where does the turkey gobble? Behind us and to the left. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like directly yeah. behind my left shoulder. Oh, oh, on the edge of a cutover. My first thinking was turn around, but then I'm like, no, let's stay right here. Maybe he'll fly down on the edge of the woods and walk through the woods and come up that road. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting there. You had Kevin 
Kevin told me he put the decoy out in the dark, and he set up. We set up, and he says, "Is that decoy?" Out? And I just looked out there. I thought he meant distance. I said, "Yeah, it's fine," but I didn't see what happened. He put the decoy down, and he and he pointed. He wanted to make it look like it was feeding. Mm-hmm. Well, that new photo form, you know, you got to change the way the zipper, the zipper is, works, and the yeah. zipper makes the decoy. And Kevin didn't know that, so I looked out there finally when it started breaking day, and the decoy's tail was straight up in the air, yeah. and the beak was on the ground. I said, Which you know, setting it up straight in the dark like that, you can't really yeah, tell what know. you're doing, yeah. you know. I told Kevin, I said, hey, you might want to go out there and fix that. She looks a little crazy, like an ostrich <laughs> trying to shove his head in the sand. So he runs out there to fix it, and as soon as he gets back, a turkey gobbled, and he says, I hope that turkey didn't see me. I said, he, he didn't see you. He just gobbled. About that time, you, mm-hmm. and I could hear, yeah. and the turkey landed right in front of us. Well, you had already seen one fly out in the cutover. I didn't see that one. one. Had la- I mean, they were one had landed probably 40 yards away from me like directly to my left mm-hmm. he landed shallow out in the cutover i couldn't turn i couldn't tell what it was i could tell it was a gobbler of some sort but yeah, I mean, he was the same as all the black dirt out there that had been burned right yeah. but i didn't want to just like jerk my head to the left and go what you know just i was just like i know there's turkey right there but then as soon as he landed i could see two more black dots up in the sky and i'm like oh gracious this could about to get wild you know or possibly you know because that's, that's they were flying right for where the goblin was coming from <laughs> You know, well that joker hit the ground the first one. You know we heard it. Mm-hmm. We heard you say choo choo choo, and you hear pop, 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 you know. So I'm I'm immediately thinking, okay, they letting they letting right there. Next thing I know, here's that thing just like a jet, just boom. Mm-hmm. He's right there, you know, ten yards in front of us. And the next thing I know, I cut my eye to the left, and there's one that flew in between you and Matthew. Y'all were set up back there with the cameras, and me and Troy flew in between us. And, I mean, lit like five steps in I front of me, he, and I'm like, wow. I thought he was going to clip you on the back of the head I'm telling you, feet. man, he, he just right there. You know, that's the closest. And then they just piled in on top of us, wound up being three, you know, three jakes. That other one came up. We yeah. thought it was a gobbler maybe had lit out in the cutover, yeah. you know. Which, that's what I thought, too. And I, when the other one started doing that, my initial thought was, I wonder if they all, they typically land where the first one did, and those other ones saw that hen decoy, because they lit pretty much their feet. I mean, they lit right on top of her mm-hmm. dang near. That's what they were interested in. So I wonder if they typically just land out there and walk into that field well you see in the past they never could they never could pitch into that field they would roost to where they were roosting yeah but that was all woods right there so they couldn't pitch through there now they can just sail right across yeah. that whole opening mm-hmm. which would be cool which i was i was actually thinking boy how cool would it have been to be facing the other way and clip them when they come over <laughs> roll them out like a goose which I, I still i kept on as they were landing I, I was looking at all of them i was like one of these be a long beard please i thought you know, for sure the one the first one was when i saw him walking through that cover with cut over with yeah. That mean walk and had that head cocked back. I thought, because mm-hmm. you'll see him do that. Oh, yeah. You know, it'll be like a two-year-old or something hanging out with some jakes. You know, and but and still had another turkey in front of us gobbling that we thought was coming around the cutover to come down and meet us when when these three turkeys finally just walked away from the decoys, but they yeah. were going to him. Yeah, well, there was a hen back there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. I think all together this morning we heard, I, I heard for sure four, possibly five. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know I heard four for yeah, sure. You know, right there. Yeah. Because you, you could, and we were hearing them Here's 360 degrees different directions. Here's my question to y'all, and, and I'd like, and, and Matt's here. He's with us sitting here. We don't have enough microphones. But my question is, where did those turkeys go last year, and where, and when did, when and where did they go, and where they, how they get back? I know the jakes may have been hatched here. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, but all these gobblers, where where did they go? We didn't hear them last year. They they just they were nowhere within earshot of this place except for that one turkey, hmm. and one over here that we knew of. Mm-hmm. 
It just it's amazing how they do that. The only thing I can, I mean, and this is about like as broad of speculation as there was some study, and I'm going to butcher this because I don't know the details, but I know it was a legit study because I talked to, um, I was talking to Will Dixon about it actually. He's the thing, he's the one who told me first. Guy did a study, and he he put some kind of a tracker on a hen turkey, and she was ranging 16 square miles, something like that. So oh, uh, that was the girl I hunted with in Georgia. Oh, okay. She did that. So that was her studies at Georgia Tech. Well, she had one that went 21 miles. So I could only imagine. You know, I wonder if they just kind of. But they've never done that here. I, yeah, I don't know. But, but then I mean, again, it's kind of like that where we hunt in New Mexico. That one year we had that really strong east wind before we even started hunting there. The, the east wind got to blow, and it was like 40, 50 mile an hour east wind for several days. The elk got in a big wad, and they all left the ranch, walked straight into the wind, crossed. They had to shut the interstate down because the elk migrated off the ranch. Hmm. Why? Nobody yeah. knows. Well, that's, I'm just wondering if the turkeys, you know, with the exception of those jakes, like you said, but some of the, the older gobblers that are here, I wonder if they just went somewhere. And I don't know what made them do it, if there's a bunch of different factors, but then there was enough to make them come back. I don't know. And then know. when they got here, they decided to stay because they had yeah. everything they need. They probably left, and some, one of them told the other one, man, can you believe we left that place? What were we thinking? Hmm. What were we thinking? Then, so the morning goes on. We're sitting there, and we're realizing the sun. Actually, the, when we set up last night, the one thing I didn't pay attention to, I thought the east was a little bit further to our right, but it was more to our left. And when the sun started coming up, we all realized we got to get up from here. We can't stay here. Yeah. We well, got the, up that and uh, – those jakes acting like they were because we did have that trail camera in there and we had pictures of two long beards that were in there consistently mm -hmm. but we didn't have any pictures of those jakes not in that big wad so we were wondering you know like maybe they come in here and broke up that part drove those drove those two long beards out they'll right. sure do it well you know i tell y'all i was con you know one thing concerned me you remember a couple of years back we had a we had a hatch there was 21 jakes on this place mm -hmm. and if a turkey gobble they come straight to him and just run him off you remember we had a time mm -hmm. trying to kill a, a long beard you know because yeah. there were so many jakes and they just they stayed in one big wad i mean me and troy called up 18 together <laughs> one day me and him and matt yeah. and, you know and it was 18 in, in a wad and, and if a turkey gobble they went straight to him and they're running him off you know so I told y'all, you know, yesterday, I said, well, there was 12 out here, up here up front, you know, at the dipping vat. And I said, I hope them suckers ain't staying together yeah. and, and doing that same thing. So mm -hmm. I think they've split up now. Which helps. Which helps. And uh, But I'm like you, I I think those gobblers will be back in there. Yeah. Well, I can still remember. I'm pretty sure it was a Brad Gibson. It had to be. We were in Florida. We were sitting on this big pasture and a turkey gobble, and you couldn't see him, but it was across the pasture. And then all of a sudden, out of the back of the pasture, eight jakes come running across, running right to where we heard that gobble from. It like, looked like those Tyrannosaurus. What they so call velociraptors. Them? Yeah. That's what they, we were like, Just look at running that. Running across and, the field to go eat something else. And we never heard that turkey again that day. And jakes went in there and run him off, I guess. But they will sure do it. But, yeah, we y'all ended up saying, let's, I mean, Troy turned around, looked at me, said, y'all want to go for a walk? I said, uh-huh. Yeah, normally we go for a ride, but th on, on this particular morning we didn't. We decided to take the truck back there and just walk, go go back a little old school. Normally we'll have the the buggy with us, the Polaris Ranger, and this time we just decided to walk, which isn't a bad thing because I need the exercise. And um, we left, and the first we you know was either go up the big hill or go around the big hill. And I took I took the option of going around the big hill. Mm -hmm. um, you wanted to go over it, you and Kevin. Y'all tough. I'm not. Mm. And. We actually, I don't think I said that. <laughs> we actually wound up where where we. That's you and a I, bad walk. If you, you go and up I that hill. A double two years ago. Yeah. With Lake here, the first afternoon we were here. Yeah. And tried to strike a turkey there and just couldn't make it happen. And just 
they just basically shut up. And, and Lake made the comment on the way here yesterday. He said he had talked to Will Dixon, and Will Dixon said that they're in the goblin law right now. He said his turkey's pretty much shut up, gobble a little bit in the tree, and it's over with. Which is obviously not news I wanted to hear, but, I mean. And it's hard to believe that. Well, it, no, it shouldn't be hard to believe that. It's hard for us to process that because if you look at the woods right now, you'd swear it's the middle to the latter part of April when it's really not even April yet. Yeah, it looks like I mean, it's, it's early. It's green, green, green. Yeah, and it's early. It's well, you know, it's like I told you the other day. Used to, it was the first week, first good week of April before you ever saw a dogwood bloom. They were blooming the last weekend in February. You know, they, they were, are done. It was unreal. It's wild. They are done. It's a different year. Um, but you know when we didn't hear those turkeys i mean that that area where, where we killed that double that shed area it's always been a pretty good little hub too and you know matt cut some timber up there several years ago and it formed that clear cut and those hens have really had really taken to it of course those pines are up now but there's still mm-hmm. a lot of good nesting oh, area yeah. so those hens flock up there and i just felt like well if we can go that route we may catch one at the shed but if we can always go up there to that intersection and if we can get in the back side of that graveyard plot where we killed the turkey this morning you know, maybe we can catch one coming up that road because we saw so much gobbler traffic up and down that road mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. You know, and that's just a good spot to get. And, and we had a good shade hear, and, you and hear. you can hear. And they can hear you. Yeah, and the sun was right and everything. So it, I just felt like, you know, because like we said, when they're in them gobbling lulls, you know, like you said this morning, used to, we, we'd run and gun and mm-hmm. we'd bump turkeys and blow turkeys yeah. out. And, and we, we were thinking we should be able to make one gobble. Make well, one, they yeah. don't want to gobble, they ain't going to gobble. gobble. No. Nope. Yeah. And, and, you know, you've said it a million times, it's okay if they live. But I, I learned guiding at Bent Creek from, from Bob Walker and a bunch of those guys. I mean, some of those guys, you know, Jim Bevel and Bill Martin, as Cuz said, and, 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 you know, David Gardner's past, but at that time he called a murderer's rote. You know, he wrote in, in one of his books about turkey hunting. And um, those guys taught me a lot. And that's one of the things they said. This, you know, and even Mr. You know Johnny Lanier, you know how he talks. He says, well, Gavin, you can't run and gun these turkeys over here. And he's right. You, you've got to go where turkeys are and wait, on and wait on them. And you've got to be patient. And those be guys patient. taught me a lot about that. Okay. Which is, you know, there was obviously today worked out for one. Because I was like, you know, it'd be kind of cool we hunt this morning, and then we'll release that podcast the day that we hunted, regardless of what happens, slow hunt, good hunt, doesn't matter. But then with the hunt, the you know, obviously we spoke about, we haven't gone into detail, but we killed a turkey. and But that, to me, you know, just as we were going back and I was thinking about this podcast, there were so many things I think we could pull from that hunt to learn from. One of them you just touched on. Because, you know, I think it's a... Especially, and I think TV and, and the YouTube's to blame for a lot of it, but a lot of guys I know they do just like what you're talking about. They don't they don't want to find a spot where turkeys frequent and set up and call for a little while. They want to blow through yeah, they, the woods, that's yelping. Not, it's not macho enough. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's, it, it, it gets to be an ego thing to some people to where if you can't go call up a turkey and kill it. Look, if, if you can slip up on one without even saying a word to him, you're, you're a good hunter, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot we talk about... Never, this, it, it, I, I I haven't known many Indians in my life, but I did know one starving one, and he couldn't hunt worth a crap. You hear what I'm saying? Well, you said it this morning. You said, boy, if we'd have been Indians with longbows, we'd have been plucking turkeys because exactly. they were close. Jake, they'd have had Jake's laying all over that field. Yeah. <laughs> but, this is true. Well, you know, there's there's some turkeys I don't I don't care. I don't care how good a hunter you are, how good a caller you are. Number one, if you don't have turkeys, you're not going to kill them. Yeah. I don't care what you are. Mm-hmm. And, and, a lot, and, and, you know, I don't care. It, it helps to be a good caller, but you got to know your ground. You got to know your dirt, and you got to know your turkeys, and and know where turkeys like to be. And 
you know, Troy and I had figured, I mean, this, this turkey gave us havoc that we killed yeah. today. This ain't the first encounter we've had with him. I mean, I've had the safety snapped off on him so many times. I know of three right now that I've had, you right. know, this, this snake safety snapped off. And this joker, you know, he's eluded us yeah. and, uh, and all. But um, there's sometimes that you just, it's like Tur- Troy said, there's some gobblers. And when we saw them spurs like he's got, I mean, he was the man of the hill. Yeah. But tell him what he's got run off or shut down. There's sometimes you just got to wait them out. I mean, I don't like deer hunting turkeys, but we knew where that turkey was going to go, and we just yupped a little bit. Well, we knew where he, we knew, we, I think I made the comment on it two years ago about this turkey. So the only way you're going to kill that turkey is you got to get in his way. And we got in his way this morning. We got where he had been playing his game. He was up on top of that big mountain up there, and he, he lived there. And finally, he, he heard us. And I'm thinking he was just coming back up that road. We were actually just all sitting there for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Lake was on his phone. Kevin was asleep. We had uh, Matthew with us, Matt's son Matthew. He was running second camera for us. And he was on his phone and running camera at the same time. The only guy in this, this whole group of people we got that can multitask the rest multitask. of us can only do one thing at a time mm-hmm. including me and i was just kind of sitting there daydreaming and i did pick up my phone and i was texting uh my daughter and i put my phone down i looked at kevin and, and uh my well, phone went off well we, but there was a turkey that gobbled earlier way off yeah i mean you could barely lake hear him. and whenever lake lake hears a turkey or jordan which i can't hear like i used to well you know we heard him one time when we got up to the intersection yeah, of the road, you, you crowed, and I, I said, crowed. I think I heard a turkey yeah, down yeah. there, you know, and we went that way. But but when you got four people standing and only one person says they hear a turkey, I tend to not believe it was a turkey. Just, I, understand, I understand that. Just I got it. Yeah. Just I'm not, I'm not saying you didn't hear one. I got it. But I did hear what you heard, and I was like, I'm not 100% sure it was a turkey, but if Kevin says it is, let's go that way because that's where they should be. Makes no, it's a no-brainer yeah. to me. Now I will do that now, even if like if I if I don't hear the turkey and someone else does, but well, if we go that way, it's not like it's a bad option yeah, to go yeah. that way. Got, so why not? You yeah, know, you either go left or right. Which way you want to go? Yeah. So we went left, and we got to that food plot, and we all made the decision. I had sat there, me and Matt and uh, Toby sat there last year, uh, kind of trying, pretty much doing the same thing we did this morning, just hoping we sit down and relax and just chill out, let the morning progress and if any turkeys gobble we'll know where they were from being where we were and that's what we did this morning and man i decided to just cut one time and i pack, 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 and i did it and all three of us all four of us knew at that time mm-hmm. and he was behind us coming up the road and i thought man we in the chips but he's coming behind us yeah which is like this is you know hunting it don't matter yeah if yeah. i was hunting i'd have just turned around laid in the road and shot yeah. him coming up the road but hunting wise it worked out fine even if you didn't flip around because you had that big buffer strip mm-hmm. of thicket right there so mm-hmm. it, you know it he's not going to see you most mm-hmm. like more than likely no but like you said hunting you go for first opportunity so yeah. you've been wanting to shoot you know you, well, you need to tell the rest of the story because you want that sawing first well like I said, it it goes back to me and jordan we talked about or Last podcast episode, we talked about this. We were having this, like, discussion on whether or not a turkey can control the volume of his gobble. Whether or not he was doing that number or whether he was just standing in an opposition. But I don't think any of us thought that he was as close as he was. Mm-hmm. Because he was there in, what, three minutes or less oh. from when we heard him? From well, where listen, he was. When you, when you yelped and he gobbled, you said, we're in the game. Mm-hmm. Okay? And about that time, you know – um, I got a text, you know, and I answered Tanya and said, no, we ain't killed a turkey. You you did something. Matthew was on his what, phone. What Troy 
said, looked over at Matthew, who was running the second camera. And that's when he said, hey, you better get said, this piece of camo yeah, on that camera. He says, if he's going to come that way, he said, he said, throw this drape over your camera. And so I remember, like, Troy passed the drape to him, and Matthew's full, you know, getting the thing over the camera. And about, and I'm just kind of sitting there, got my camera on, you know, on wide. It's got Troy and, and everything else. And um, I hear something. And I hear something in the road, but, like, it was like, feet pitter-pattering really quick i thought it was some kind of a critter like a bobcat or a a, a, you know like a squirrel i I don't know a rabbit maybe something but i just kind of look over there and when i look over there i mean and let me try to frame this up the right way and when you say over there you're talking about feet yeah when i look you know (laughs) so we're sitting on the edge of this food plot the road is to our right the i've got like maybe 10 feet max 10 feet of of you know uh briars and some some privet and stuff you know and then there's the road so i can look through that thicket and i can see the open road and the road is like i said 10 feet from me it's like that and uh i hear that and i look over see what it is and i see a redhead and a flopping beard running (laughs) and i have to process all this in less than a second and i just remember and you know troy's trying to tell matthew how to situate the thing how to situate that cover on his camera and i just go tur, tur, i go whoa, 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 whoa. and i mean he vroom, just runs and the good but. thing was you know troy's teaching matthew out of camera and matthew's got it rolling on everything you mm-hmm. know when we go back and look at it the turkey's actually before he gets to you and you say that he's strutting in the road yeah, you know? he saw that because we have this is a very important part of the story we left out we put a we could put killer b out strutter killer, decoy killer b and and the photo form hand yep and i remember because the comment that was made is strutter or no strutter. And one of y'all said that big turkey lives up here. Mm-hmm. I think a strutter is the way to go. Yeah. Which yep. ended up being a very right decision. Yep. And I said it just just far enough off the plot, but in the plot, where if he did come up that road, he could see it. Yeah. So <laughs> if it, it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. The footage is actually pretty hilarious because like i said you can see troy it's not trying something to, you see every day no. on, in turkey hunting like it, it, it reminded me of a drag race because you know he come up the road and he was stopped yeah, he and he was bur- strutting he did and then all burnout. of a sudden the the light turned green and that sucker took off like a shot because when he like i see him with my eyes before i catch him in the camera when i catch him in the camera there ain't no hesitation i mean he just looks like it he looks like a nascar car i mean like a boom. i mean well, he from just the time he walked into the or ran into the food plot in the corner to the decoy which is about 30 yards yeah because it's on an angle kevin's shot was about 20 but from the he time, was running a 4140 he 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 made that i guarantee you in, in a second he could outrun yeah. usain bolt you remember yeah. usain bolt he, from yeah, new mexico he he was like bo jackson running that yeah. that distance Bo- before you know. before Bo had his hip surgery. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that's what we were we, we had a, a turkey in new mexico that we called usain bolt because he ran everywhere everywhere he went that, he tur- ran. that turkey this morning would have would have outrun him that sucker was moving <laughs> i mean the amazing thing to me was is how hard he hit killer b yeah i've never seen one just just smooth he never checked up he just ran over him. The, the closest thing he did to slowing down and it's almost like he didn't mean to do it. It's like he, right before he got up to him, he like started to go back into strut again. But he's like, "No, nah, wham!" And he just. <laughs> but I've never seen one do that. You know, as many as Matt and I've killed up here using the strutter. You know, B Mobile when right, that first yeah, came out. Yeah. You know, we always had the butt of the turkey facing the goblin. You know, facing yeah, the goblin. Yeah. He'd come around. He's gonna come to one side and hit it and back up and hit it. This Joker man, I'm telling you, when he when when the light turned green. He ran straight through the back of the fan. I'm talking just the left side of the fan. He just plowed through the he fan. Looked, he looked like the Bigfoot truck. Hit you know how he, you know when he years ago when Big first foot first Bigfoot first came on the scene. You know it was like one car at a time, and they would hit the car. The truck would go in there and just land on top of the car. 
and you couldn't see the car because the truck was so big. Well, that's how this. Because yeah. I looked out there after he hit the decoy, and the decoy was gone. Yeah, well, you, you know when he hit it, he hit it with both spurs. Yeah. You know, it sounded like you hit a fifty-five gallon drum, an empty one with a baseball yeah. bat, just boom. You and know, I've never <laughs> seen one get mad at that one for as long as he did. He wouldn't get off of and it. And we weren't, you know, we weren't like going just sitting there going, "Ooh, ah, look at that." He was just facing dead away, and he was kind of he was puffed up and hunched yeah, and over you never down you never really could get a clear shot well at his he hit head. him hard enough when i picked the turkey up he had plastic off the b mobile <laughs> off the sides you know where you said the scuff <laughs> yeah. marks were i was peeling little pieces of plastic off of his, off his spurs he, he, when rolled, he, he rolled it back like a file <laughs> golly yeah. so yeah we're sitting there and kevin's like i'm and we're like what I guess, I mean, at some point he's got to pike his head up, you know, and eventually he did. Well, Troy said, get your gun. I had my gun kind of up. Troy still had his in his lap. He said, he said, yeah, can you kill him? I said, no, and because he, he had his back all right, covered yeah. up. And he was just whacking on that joker, Which, you know. Which, yeah, I mean, you could have taken a body shot, but nah. You know, no. ain't no sense in that. He wasn't, he wasn't going, going anywhere. Nowhere. Exactly, yeah. It's, and that's a. His main focus was how many more spurs can I get in this guy that's up here on top of my world. Because he was mad. Well, you know, we started mad. yipping, and we did that aggressive purring to him. Then he kind of stuck his head up, you know, and looked at us, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then he and, and Troy said, "Can you kill him?" And about time you said, "Can you kill him?" And I no, I can't, because he popped his head back down, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, Lake's like, "Next time that Joker pops his head up, now yeah. we got to do something." He finally he did it one good time. He craned that whole neck up, kill him, boom, and that was that Man, was the end of that story. Y'all y'all didn't see it, but after it was all said and done, we were done, and we shot everything we had to shoot. And we were walking out. I walked out there to pick up Killer B. And Killer B was laying on the side and had that one eye looking up at me. And he looked at me and he says, is he gone yet? <laughs> he rough on poor he Killer B. He said, that's B, the man. worst I've ever got. He said, I got whooped. I got whooped. He got, man, that was, that's about, that's, that's the worst whooping I've ever seen a turkey put on yeah, that decoy. I, I've been, I've been hunting for 30 something years now and I've never seen one hit a turkey decoy well, that hard. Because usually even, even the ones Especially that I've one seen. Especially one gobbler. You know, you get two or three of them together, they'll, they'll just whoop yeah, the crap out of them. Even the ones that I've seen come in that you would consider, man, they come into it aggressive. They usually run up, they jump, give them one good pop, and then they just kind of strut yeah. around and maybe hit them Yeah, they wait to get popped next. No, that yeah. sucker was like. He said, I'm Woody, taking full yeah, advantage he, of this deal. Well, yeah. now, Matt and I have one several Mike years Tyson, ago. Mike Tyson can't knock somebody out that fast. Nope. <laughs> Matt and I have one out here in this horse patch one year, and that turkey, he was big. He weighed, he was 21 and a half, which is big for this part of Alabama. He was a good turkey. He come up, and you know how the at that time B-Mobile had the little plastic insert where you put the tail feathers, you know? Mm-hmm. And he hit that thing with his spur, and it busted. It like, it like you know, just feathers just kind of flew, you know? <laughs> and then he then he spun around and got in his face and gobbled. And that's about, you know, yeah. I mean, that was well, pretty cool, about, but it wasn't anything like today. Think about a nail coming at you at a 21 pounds per square inch. Yeah. At however fast they can kick you i used to have a banny roost i told you all that story down there when we were hunting he was like that and i used to go in the backyard and i used to have full gear on man i had a helmet with a bubble on it i had my daddy's welding gloves i had my my motocross racing boots and my shin guards and i had a pair of baseball i mean football pants with pads in it and i didn't even play football and i my mama's got a picture of them which she had it i think the storm got it but it was the most hilarious thing, and she used to always show it to everybody, and they'd be like, what is he doing, playing football, riding a motorbike? She said, no, he's out there feeding his chickens. Hmm. And that little banny roost I had, he would jump up and just, he'd just, he'd just soon spur you in the chest as he would spur you in the leg. Mm-hmm. But Tucker had spurs that long. It was it was just interesting to me what the, the thought process and I guess the methods that went into killing that turkey. And not only that, how much history y'all had with that particular turkey, because, again, it was obvious when Kevin picked that turkey up and held his – spurs or where we could see him we're like yeah he's been here a yeah. while i think patience patience mainly killed him 
and just being just going and sitting where he lives knowing that area too because if you think about it he had three ways he can come to you he can come up the road we walked up he can come from the left down in the bottom out of the food plot or he's going to come up the road behind us he can't come from the right because it's a big thicket it's an old cutover which is a deer can't even walk through it so he's got to come there and knowing how he's doing and traveling what he's been doing in the last couple of years in the mornings he's down low flies down walks up the road we saw his tracks when we were walking in there going up the road to right to where he was well you know when matthew pulled those trail cam things yesterday and you and like you and matthew were looking at them there mm-hmm. was multiple gobblers in there i mean can you imagine how that joker that's been in there feels mm-hmm. i mean i i'm surprised he even lets one get in the you know in the zip code with him where he well, was tomorrow, acting tom- I don't know, maybe this afternoon they'll realize he's not there, but it's going to be tomorrow morning. They're going to all be sitting in the tree going, that's, that's not JoJo. Well, you know, we named him the Ridge Runner what, yeah. in no, I several some, years ago. I, I got some names for him, but I can't say him on his podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's what y'all call him this morning, the Ridge Runner. We're going to be politically correct because that's what he did. He run that whole ridge up top up there, and he just kept everything run off. He used mm-hmm. to stand on the very top of that hill, that mountain, and gobble down at you in the bottom. And with him acting like that, I can see why he kept everything run off. You know, not to mention he, them big. That's some of the straightest spurs I've seen in a long time. There's that, not a bend to them. Whatsoever. That would make sense. We didn't see any Jakes on that camera. He probably wouldn't tolerate any of that. Mm-hmm. That whole water, they, that whole water twelve probably could have come to him. He'd have been like, hmm. <laughs> well, you know, there's, you know, how many times we all talk about ground shrinkage, you know, on a deer, but yeah, t- today was one of those days when you when you walk up, I mean, and you're like, wow, yeah. you know wow yeah first thing you think is wow look what i just killed and the second thing you think is i'm not grabbing that yeah. i'm not grabbing that but all being said and done how many places and and there's more and more coming up now because there's a lot of people with today's technology with the science and everything that we know about wildlife and taking care of wildlife and farm management uh and and, and timber management and land management and people like matt and toxie and wilbur and just so many people that we know, friends that are that are landowners. And I, I, I'm I, I don't have any land. I'm I'm working on some, but I don't have any. But I know if I do get some, it, it's going to be near and dear to my heart, because it's the only thing in this world we live in today that, uh, outside of the love you give to somebody, yeah, it's the only thing that you can give that there's never going to be any more. You can't make it. God made it one time. And, and it's our responsibility, and, and that's what Matt does with this place. Matt takes this place, not not to, I don't want to say serious to where it's, it's so serious that you just don't want to be here, but he's very, very serious about how he takes care of his place, how he takes care of his timber. There's some timber on here that he told me this again last night, and he tells me this every time we're here. He says, you will never see that right there cut as long as I'm living. And he said, now, I'm not saying... I may be in a coma and they come cut it because they need the money to get me out of the hospital. He said, I, I hope I got enough insurance for that, but that timber right there will never get cut, ever. And and I get that. I really mm-hmm. do. I, I remember when I was working at Mossy Oak and, and you know, as, as Mossy Oak started growing, Toxie started doing well and him and Mr. Fox were buying some property and doing some things. And there was a lot of people in that part of the world that were upset with what they were doing, but they bought it so it would stay what it was yeah. and so they could make it better. And, and there's there's an elite group of people in this world that can do that and that are willing to do that. Uh, and and I'm, so, I'm so thankful that I get to come and even step foot on a place like this. It's, yeah. it's not even funny, not to mention the food we eat, the camaraderie we have. And I know we're dealing with the, the COVID-19 and we're all trying to just fist bump and el- elbow pump and all that stuff and be, be as careful as we can. But 
man, without having kind of without having this kind of stuff, you'd go insane. You, you would. What else mm. would you do? Sit home like people are to a lot of people are just. Yeah, a lot of people so are th- having to. I know. I'm so thankful we're here, and, yeah. it, and it's almost four o'clock, and it's about time to go turkey hunting. About time to head out again. I think we covered everything that I wanted to. I mean, as far as what in, what went into killing that turkey and just the, the well, craziness that was the hunt this morning. And the funny thing was, we we called several times before that one time he yeah. answered, and he never did answer us. Now whether he was far enough away and couldn't hear us. Um, but well, that you know, I time, said this morning to both of y'all. You know, even the turkey that was up, he wasn't roosted. He was inside 100 yards from us this yeah, morning, and right. he was gobbling toward us, and he didn't sound that loud. And, you know, when they got on the ground right out there in front of us, I mean, he was he was throwing it out there, but it just wasn't that loud. Today's just one of them days that the sound just didn't travel. Everything right. sounded it, it dead, was, you it know. It was a pretty morning, but it wasn't – it was it was heavy. It was thick, uh, no fog. It was just warm and, and muggy. And, you know, we talked about this morning. We didn't even hear any crows uh, for a while. Usually, usually I mean, it was eight o'clock before you heard a crow, well, and I'm I like, think "Wow!" We heard but one, one or two crows all morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was there was something to that. Well, the one you heard the crow was when, um, when the you when you crowed. The, when I heard when we heard that turkey the first time, right. when, when you crowed with the classic crow, that other crow answered you closer to him, and that's the crow I believe he gobbled at. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. and and that's really like you said, like that's the first one we'd heard mm-hmm. all morning. Well, and yeah. I'm glad he did. You know, yeah, me too. We got this afternoon, and I know they got a little bit of rain to come in tomorrow, but I'm excited about going this afternoon because Matt, Matt's coming with us. He wanted to go this morning, but his son Matthew came, so it looks like Kevin. And and, fa- and found out that he he's a pretty daggum good cameraman. Well, he keeps the camera rolling when you're supposed to keep the camera rolling, which is pretty <laughs> important. Yes, it is. Yeah. But Matthew is, is one of those kids. He's computer savvy, yeah. and he picks up on things real quick, but Matthew's a perfectionist, and he wants to make sure that everything is just right, you yeah, know, yep. when he does it. Yep. Well, he did a good job having that roll. Him and Lake both were rolling yeah, he when that turkey came by. Yeah, he caught that footage today for sure did. That's the kind of stuff that you, if you don't catch it and try to explain it to somebody and tell them what happened, they look at you and go, whatever. Yeah. Turkey didn't run 10 foot behind you. Or if we, if we told them about that, you know, like that, they go, well, you're, you're embellishing you're, a little yeah, you're bit. you're stretching you, out you know, just a tad. But, No. So anyhow, I think we're gonna wrap this up because uh, for one, we got a time to get back in the woods. Mm-hmm. So um, Alabama continues. Huh? Al- Alabama continues. Uh, so guys, thank you for listening. Um, also plug the if you haven't checked out the new uh, Truth Web series on Prevost.com yet, you need to. Uh, and I think that's it. Well, a lot of people are liking that. that yeah, we, that we're giving them that stuff fresh now, right off right off the you know cutting room floor. I'm loving it. Oh, I do too. I love watching. You My know. wife's not loving it because now that I'm editing at home, she's like, "Are you ever gonna go to bed?" <laughs> go to bed i'm like i'm almost done you know how it is you edit yeah. you get in there and you start working on something it's like a like an artist taking a picture painting a picture you you, you got sometimes you got to walk away from it because you get but there's a lot of people watching and i mean i hear a lot of young kids and stuff you know they're watching that and they're watching the youtube channel i mean they're yeah. they're keeping up with it boy when something hits on facebook that drives them to it they're they're there you know yeah well i'm excited about it and we're yeah. gonna keep it rolling this hunt will be on on the website here in no time so, yeah, so be probably like next week yeah so uh yeah guys hope y'all enjoyed it again it, this podcast is getting released a little bit later than normal but i hope you understand why we if we would have recorded yesterday we wouldn't have had this hunt to talk we about. need to just start bringing them with us <laughs> what you, you know what you need to do just take the audio from that hunt yeah. and just let it be your podcast just let it be huh, yeah. roll there you go I don't know. Sometimes, if like if it was a Jimmy hunt and he got mad, I couldn't use that audio. No, you didn't have to do a lot of editing. <laughs> you know, Jimmy sent me a text today, and he said, "I'm glad that y'all killed that turkey." He said, "Great set of hooks." He said, "But do not," and he he put in all caps, "Do not send me a picture of y'all eating any Big Daddy's ribs." Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
That would offend him more than the dead turkey. Oh, exactly. He wasn't worried about the turkey, but if he'd seen us with some ribs, it would have been. Well, that's him. the first thing he asked me when I called him this morning. He said, where'd y'all stop and eat on the way there? I said, we didn't. What? I said, Jimmy, there's nowhere to eat. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because a week and a half ago, him and I went through Meridian. We stopped at Dickie's and ate barbecue. Anyhow. All right. We got to go hunting. Thank you all yep. for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.